Book One, Chapter One. Every avalanche must come to a halt. Mary Esther Kincaid heard a wise woman say this, but it was in a dream. The woman looked to be a hundred and wore a long white cotton dress that blended into the snow. Mary Esther knew it was cotton because she could feel it without going up to the woman. She could not even see herself in the dream, but she felt she was there, somewhere in the snow, hidden in flakes congregating around her, folding her into a huge ball, causing the avalanche that swept down the mountain. There was no way to stop it. She couldn't even see herself being swept away. She could only feel that she was buried inside it, like inside of a womb. Snowflakes burned her skin. She could feel it. Every avalanche must come to a halt. She was remembering the woman's words, now whispers, as the avalanche swept her further down, slope after slope, like a white descending stairway wobbling under an earthquake of snow. She screamed to be let out of the womb. Every avalanche must come to a halt. She heard the woman screaming until she jerked awake to see her aunt Holly sobbing, jerking her, screaming, "They're gone, Mary Esther!" Holly wrapped her in her arms. A terrible accident. The plane. Mary Esther screamed, cradling herself in Holly's arms. The small plane had thrashed about in a snowstorm, then burst into a ball of flames. And rolled down a mountain near Juneau, Alaska. Co-pilots Travis and Esther Kincaid were the only occupants. They just delivered their client to his business destination, which had been a longest destination they had ever gone in fourteen years. They'd only been to Alaska once, and this was an opportunity to see this untapped world again. They were co-pilots before they were married, and remained that way after they married. They're gone, honey. I'm so sorry. Holly was sobbing hysterically. Gone where? Mary Esther asked in the lightest whisper because she wanted to make sure it was true. Holly confirmed it when she broke into renewed tears. I don't understand why they had to go together. Was all Mary Esther could say. But they always went together, leaving her, then coming back to retrieve her. Dogs did that with bones. She was her parents' bone in the form of a skeleton. She thought that one time they felt bad about that. One time was last year when they left her with Mrs. Dahl. Travis and Esther Kincaid had an affair with the sky, and having a child wasn't going to stop that. They founded Kincaid Airwings Inc. seventeen years ago. This was their firstborn. They had built it, nursed it. And even when the price of fuel was skyrocketing, they continued to nurse it, never thinking of weaning it, because Kincaid Airwings would never be allowed to leave home. Since she was born as their second child after the company, Mary Esther had felt Airwings was her sibling, and it was incumbent that their firstborn came first. Yes, they loved her. That was the one thing she was assured of. They always told her that. She could count on their love, no matter where they were with Airwings, who was five years her senior. They could have left her a zillion miles away, and she would have known that they loved her. And still, she had to ask, why did they have to go together? One of them should have stayed. They never should have flown together, Aunt Holly. And Mary Esther fell into an avalanche of tears. Maybe even if they had abandoned her, she would have instinctively known they loved her. 
Mary Esther Kincaid was twelve when she found herself in the bedroom of her Aunt Holly's yellow Victorian house, which was falling apart in all its hippie memorabilia from her aunt's make-love-not-war days. Holly even had her old, faded poster sign with those exact words hand-painted in red letters she did herself for a last-minute protest march on Vietnam. Still crying, her face on Holly's shaking shoulder, Mary Esther focused on the poster, its red, faded letters. You have beautiful handwriting, Aunt Holly, beautiful calligraphy. She remembered telling Holly the first night she was shown to her bedroom, which had been Holly's junk room, filled with boxes of old clothes, rejected paintings, messed-up canvases. Whatever Holly didn't want to throw away, but should have been thrown away, she put in this medium-sized bedroom that had only one twin bed.